Do you love watching sports? Well, how would you like to be able to take your favorite sports with you and watch them anywhere? In your house, on your computer, even on your smartphone for one low price. With National Programming Service, you can. That's right, for one low price, so low we can't publish it, you can take your favorite sports anywhere, anytime with you. And we even give you free installation and free premium movie channels. Don't wait. Call National Programming Service right now. Right now, you could be up and running and watching your favorite sports and shows in just a few hours. Remember, call in the next 10 minutes and ask about our special radio offer and learn about free installation. Call right now. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. Welcome, you're listening to Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Russell Jackman. Uh, Vern Glenn is at the Super Bowl right now, and we are going to interview him. Uh, we're going to have him on in about a half an hour. Uh, but our, uh, our guest, uh, who's on the phone right now, because I can't have two people on the phone. It's just one of those weird things, is Dave Bullwinkle, who is a Chicago Bulls scout. Uh, who's going to join us in the next segment. Um, it be kind of uh, sort of interesting but sad at the same time because of the whole Kobe thing that's still reeling, you know, over this past week. Um, and our uh, trivia question is uh, that we're going to ask at each commercial break, baby boomer football questions. Figured, you know, Super Bowl. You said that up. last week, but I got one right. <laughs> yes, you did. George and, and you're just outside of the. Yeah, that's right. You're just outside of the baby boomers, aren't you? Well, trivia is trivia. I think you either know it or you don't know it. So even if okay. it's a while back, as long as it's not any of those uh, sailing questions, I think I, <laughs> yes. I have a shot at it. Or curling, right? Or curling. Or curling. Thank yeah. You. And uh, also, when we come back, uh, when we interview uh, Dave Bullwinkle, uh, in addition to talking about the, you know, the death of Kobe. Uh, also talk about what's going on with Nike and pulling their shoes off the shelf. You know, this is an economics side of, of business, so we want to kind of talk about that, too. So this segment of Sports Econ 101 is sponsored by Pacific Private Money, providing mortgage investments that are currently yielding over 7.5% secured by mostly California real estate. It doesn't get any more conservative than that. you got to check them out at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Also, when we come back at some point, uh, talk about the Houston Astros and, you know, how much money did they make from stealing signs? All right? Be kind of interesting. Crime pays. That's the problem. Like all the guys who did all the steroids and all that. So, all right. Well, stay with us. Don't touch that dial. You're listening to Sports Econ 101. We're going to come right back and we're going to interview Dave Bullwinkle, Chicago Bulls scout. Stay with us.
Alcatraz Cruises is launching its third annual Buy One, Get One Free, or BOGO, ticket promotion. Although Alcatraz Cruises tours often sell out during the year, it's a priority to educate the community about the robust history of the island. As a result, Alcatraz Cruises wants to encourage local residents to experience the assets that make Alcatraz Island one of the country's most visited national parks. Offered only to Bay Area residents, this special buy one, get one free ticket promotion is available only on select dates in January and February. For more information, visit AlcatrazCruises.com slash BOGO. That's AlcatrazCruises.com slash B-O-G-O. To book this special offer, Bay Area residents can call 415-981-7625. That's 415-981-7625. Or purchase tickets at the ticket booth located at Pier 33, Alcatraz Landing. We're here with Mark Humph and Edward Brown of PacificPrivateMoney.com and the best of investing, heard Saturdays at noon. One of the things that you talk about in your weekly radio program is mortgage investing. Help us better understand, Mark, what exactly is that? Edward and I coined the term mortgage investing to describe two primary types of investing in real estate secured note instruments, and those are direct note investments and mortgage funds. Both have different advantages, and some of our investors prefer one over the other, though Many of our investors participate in both. And Edward, help us understand, is this considered then more passive or active investing? It's definitely passive. And one of the problems with investing in individual notes is that when you get paid off, your money gets returned to you. And then unless you have another note to invest in, it's sitting idle. Whereas if you're in the fund, it's diversified amongst a lot of loans and it's constantly working for you. So for example, direct note investing is a more active strategy requiring you to review loan information and you need to be able to make decisions quickly. It's become very competitive recently, and the best notes can often be difficult to obtain. So mortgage fund investing is a more passive investment strategy that can best be described as being like a mutual fund of real estate secured mortgages. In fact, that's one of the reasons why Mark started the fund was he would have a loan that he could potentially fund, and there were too many clients who wanted it by having a fund, the fund has first right to fund any loans that we have. What about the track record? So at Pacific Private Money, we have a nine-year track record of zero losses to our investors. And that's across over 1,200 loans totaling more than $400 million. Our investment strategy is a way to generate returns currently averaging more than 7.5%, all secured by California real estate. Call Pacific Private Money at 415-883-2150 or visit their website, pacificprivatemoney.com. All investments have inherent risk due to market fluctuation, and your individual results may vary based on the investment. This station does not guarantee nor endorse any investments or investment strategies. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here along with... Russell Jackman, uh, Vern Glenn will join us in a half an hour. But on the phone, we have Chicago Bulls scout Dave Bullwinkle. Dave, welcome to Sports Econ 101. Edward, my pleasure. Okay. Forward to chatting with you all. Oh, absolutely. We love, love having you. This is the first time we've had a basketball scout on, so it would be kind of fun. First of all, um, how many different uh, scouts work for the Chicago Bulls? Well, in in the amateur, the amateur draft purposes, Okay, there's, there's some people that focus on the professional side, dealing with trades and free agency. Uh, we have one guy that focuses strictly on the G League. We have a guy, a young man, Paul Miller, who's what's called an advanced scout. That means he's in NBA arenas doing X and O preparation. And I, I did that uh, a while back uh, for both Boston and Philadelphia before I went to the player personnel side. So in terms of preparing for the amateur draft, which would mean 
college players and the players that are playing overseas, uh, uh, foreign players, we have a very, very small group. Most teams would have, I would say, five to eight, and we really have myself and our assistant general manager who focus on it. Okay. And we have a, Euro- and a European scout and our vice president, John Paxton. You may oh, yeah, sure. Paxton played in the, played in the backcourt with MJ. Yeah. Won three titles. And our assistant general, and our, excuse me, he's our vice president, and, and, and Gar Foreman, our general manager. We do the bulk of the preparation for the draft. Okay. So we're, our, our numbers are smaller than most. A lot of teams have regional people. We don't have regional people, although I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. I live in Berkeley. Um, I cover, what's, what's today's day? Today is a Tuesday? Yeah. Yeah, we're recording okay. the show early. A, a week ago tomorrow, I was in beautiful Auburn, Alabama. And I must huh. tell you that I much prefer to be in the Bay Area. Mm. So how do you know when a player has that intangible quality to maybe on, on the court that makes you want to say, okay, we need to see more of this. We need to add this guy to our team. Well, I, I would say, Russell, some guys, you just – I saw LeBron play as a 10th grader. Now, I was not in this position then. I was still a college coach. I saw him as a 10th grader, and there was never a question he was going to be an NBA star. But those – the LeBrons of the world obviously are few and far between. Yeah. Uh, if you look at players in the NBA, there may be oh a dozen or fifteen franchise type players, and they do everything well, or maybe not everything, but darn near. I mean, yeah. Steph Curry's not a great <laughs> defensive rebounder, but you know they do yeah. so many things well. Most players aren't like that. Most players have one thing they do well enough to get them into a game. So. When I'm evaluating a player, I'm looking for positional size and length, a requisite level of athleticism. They don't have to be the greatest athlete. Larry Bird certainly wasn't. But they have to have enough athleticism to get by. And then one skill, what's going to get him into the game? I, I think of Are Kyle Korver uh, with the three-pointer. No question. Yeah. I was going to say Steve Kerr, but same thing. Okay. Yeah. The, guy that, the guy that can make the three. Uh, or Kenneth Fareed can go and rebound, but he can't really score. You give him the pencil, a pencil and a scorebook, and he might get to double figures if he's lucky. Um, so, so, Russell, that's what I'm looking at. And then the you mentioned intangibles. What I would refer to intangibles would be their leadership qualities, their work habits. Uh, are they a team player? And an awful lot of time goes into that. I spend almost uh, – Six hours on the telephone yesterday doing background work on one specific player that's going to be in this draft, but I'm trying to get to the bottom of what makes him tick. Well, how how much of that you have to do? Like, don't you have to do a lot of psychological background uh, on these guys too? Yeah. Now I don't do that. We certainly have a woman uh, in our office who will interview them and test them in the area you're talking about. There's so many things that goes into the decision whether or not to draft someone. There's what I refer to as the intuitive eye. That's me, okay. An old an old coach that spent a, you know has been around basketball all his life. There's the analytic side of it. There's the intangible side of it in background, including the psychological part. There's the trainability. What are yeah. people that train? You know, how much better can you make him physically? And then I would also throw in there the, where his body is. In other words, does he have a history of injury? Does yeah. he have an injury that? He didn't rehab properly, or maybe he rehabbed it properly and he's in great shape even though he tore an ACL. Um, so all those things are part of the decision-making process. You know, part of this, too, is if you're going to draft someone, let's say like a LeBron, who's 
you know, coming out when he's 18 years old, you realize he's going to get bigger and stronger. You know, so you, you take him when he's kind of somewhat, yeah, I mean, he was never scrawny, but there have been some guys who've come out, you know, or even right out of college where it's like, God, they're just not a man yet. You know what I mean? Well, in that regards, I'm a huge fan of DNA. Um, everybody knows who Clay Thompson's father was. Michael yeah. Thompson, a very fine NBA player. Not as many people know that his mother was a big-time volleyball player. Ah. So this guy, this guy was going to be an athlete. My kids, they didn't have a chance. They had bad DNA. Mm. Um, you know, you. Well, my uh, my. It's funny because my my daughter was a good softball player. I mean, not you know, she she decided to to pursue more academics, but her grandmother was a prima ballerina in New York, pretty well known, and her dad played her and her grandfather played for the Pittsburgh Steelers for a very very short time. So they had the strength. So she's got right. very good DNA. Got it. Um, let's talk a little, before we cut to a break, let's talk a little bit about Kobe. How is that, uh, kind of affecting all you guys? Well, I, it, it didn't really affect me. I, I, I mean, we lost, you know, what affected maybe more than Kobe was his daughter. Yeah. She, she was 13. 13 Look, yeah. Kobe at 41 was a young man, but she was a very young girl the whole life in front of her. And there were other young people that died in that crash. Yeah. I, I have never been around Kobe or interacted with him in my job scouting, uh, especially when, when I was an advanced scout, when I was in NBA arenas every night. Well, yeah, I saw him a lot and so forth, but I don't know him. Um, yeah. But I do have friends that had interacted with him. And I did have a player that played for us when I was the head coach at St. Mary's who had played with Kobe at Lower Marion. And I never heard anything bad said about him in terms of, yes, yeah, sometimes he wasn't the best of teammates because he was – too demanding, a little bit like Chris Paul in that regard. Mm-hmm. As a coach, as a coach, I kind of like that. That makes my job easier when your yeah. player is climbing up the rear ends of the guys that don't want to work hard. That makes my job easier. Good point. But, well, and he certainly set an example of what you know. He wasn't work. just telling people to do stuff. No, that's he right. actually, He's hard yeah, put up as well as uh, anybody ever could in in those circumstances. Yeah. When you're when your best player is your hardest worker, it makes your job a whole lot easier. Yeah, I guess you just uh, have to make sure he doesn't usurp he, your uh, managerial authority. Yeah. yeah, but in the case of Kobe, he was certainly so driven to make himself a better player, to be the best possible, and to win games. And I had the utmost respect for that. Now you you see a trend now more towards you're not seeing the younger athlete getting involved as much as we did, you know, during the Kobe era. Obviously, the NBA took steps to try to make that G League developmental Uh, stuff. Are you seeing more young kids looking at the G League first, or are you seeing them wanting to go into the NBA, then if it doesn't work out, there's the G League to fall back on? What what do you see the G League as role more as? Or is it both? they They all see themselves being in the NBA right away. They don't realize that guy at the end of the bench that hardly gets any run, that has DNP next to his name in the box score, that that guy was somebody's All-American. Yeah. People don't realize how difficult it is to, not just to play in the league, but even to make a roster so you're showing up. And I would say, Russell, they're all shooting for that, and the G League is a fallback position. Uh, and for some of them, they shouldn't go to the G League. They should just go straight overseas because they probably don't have a great shot of getting to the league. 
in which case you can make more money overseas. Gotcha. Hey, um, stay with us, uh, Dave. we got to cut to a commercial break here. We're going to go to a trivia question. All right, we're talking baby boomer football questions, all right? And, uh, Dave, by the way, if you know the answer, don't say anything. We'll let you answer when, you come, when we come back. We don't want to ruin it for the audience here. All right, in 1984, which team scored three safeties in one game? Now, you only have, what, 30 teams to choose from, right? All right, uh, that's our trivia question. Email edward at sportsecom101, the answer to this question. In 1984, which team scored three safeties in one game? All right, stay with us. You're listening to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be right back with uh, Bulls Scout Dave Bullwinkle. Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003-800-485-6003-800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. This is Mark Honf, co-host of The Best of Investing. Can you believe how long we've been living in this era of low interest rates? It's been for most of this decade. And when we were all expecting rates to go up this year, now we're finding out that low rates will likely continue through 2020. If you're among the rapidly growing segment of people entering retirement age, I'm sure you're concerned over the challenge of growing your retirement savings. And you're not alone. Pacific Private Money has a solution for those seeking ways to significantly boost yields you earn on your retirement savings, and we do it with safety and security features not found in traditional investments like stocks and mutual funds. For more information on how you can supercharge your retirement savings with annual yields of 7% or more, that's right, 7% or more, contact us at 415-883-2150 or visit us at pacificprivatemoney.com. Equal housing lender, licensed CalDRE 01897444. All investments have inherent risk and your results may vary. This station does not guarantee nor endorse any investment strategy.
Welcome back to Sports Econ 101 one more time. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Russell Jackman and our special guest, Dave Bullwinkle, Chicago Bulls scout. Uh, in 1984, here was our trivia question, which team scored three safeties in one game? Off the top of my head, I, I'm going to say the New Orleans Saints. No. D- Dave, do you, you happen to know the answer to that one? No clue, but I bet they didn't win the game 6 nothing. Yeah, <laughs> that's. I think I think you're correct on that part. Russell, what's your favorite team? The 49ers? No, the L.A. Rams. Oh, the Rams. <laughs> I like to tease him about that. Okay. Well, I was right in the fact that it was in the NFC-ish, and back then it was the NFC West. The That's Saints true. weren't in the That's NFC true. West. So I was okay, in the... Okay, the, you, we'll give you some credit A quarter point. A quarter point for that one. Okay, so on the phone we have Chicago Bulls scout uh, Dave Bullwinkle. And uh, I know Russell has a, a great question he wants to ask. Yeah, you. yeah, I was curious about, you know, what happens. First of all... How, how you approach it when you're you're sort of saying to someone that they're not going to make it on the roster, and then what happens to those kids who just can't either make the G League for you guys or or on the roster at all? Well, well, I'm not in a position to be one of those guys. I'm not our the head of our G League, our general, G League general manager or the our foreman, the general manager for the Bulls. So I'm not telling these people this. So I can't address that part of the question. But the second part. I was online this morning looking at some things, some transactions, one of the websites I'm on every morning, some, some international transactions. And listed in that group of transactions internationally were several players that had been previously in the NBA, some of them had high draft picks, one of them in my, in my mind who used to be with, with Oklahoma City, Samanje Christian, and I saw he's now just got signed by Basconia in, in, in Italy. Okay, so... The, the, oh no! Excuse me, in Spain. And so what I'm saying is that sometimes I will see names pop up playing overseas. You thought, oh, I didn't know. I wondered where. We're happy, yeah, because because the international league has gotten so bit much bigger than it was five, ten, fifteen years ago. But but as has happened a lot of places, some of the money has dried up. The, the oh, exorbitant really? salaries oh. or the high salaries that that young players in the United States could make going overseas. I mean, they still make, they still can make good money, but it's not quite what it was. But it's still a good living. And think about this: if you're a young man, you're traveling over your overseas. You you, you play two games a week, probably. Uh, your food and that housing's taken care of, and yeah. you might be making a very nice paycheck to go along with it, all tax free. If you're smart, I had one former player that played for us when I was the head coach. He socked away enough money playing overseas 10 years. He had to seed money to start his own business when he returned to the United States. Now, wh- why has so, the money dr- dried up? The economy. Some of the things with the, the economy. Huh. And so that's huh. – and some teams have lost some of the, the – uh, what, the – The backing? Uh, the, the backing from, from the corporate side. Yeah, so the, wow. there's still good money, but it's not what it was. Interesting. I guess all these guys they still are shooting for the, the United States and NBA. You know that's again that's where the big money is. That is where the big money is. Yeah. But the, but the G League, unless you're on a two way contract, you're not making great money. And at some point in time, I would say stop chasing the dream and go mm-hmm. for the the bird in the hand and and make more money and and you know. Don't let basketball use you. You use basketball to, to, to reach an end. Yeah, that's a good point. My, my uh, 
I was a semi-professional bowler when I was 17, and I, but I knew I was good. But I knew I was honestly, I knew I wasn't good enough, you know, to be like the guys on TV. So I realized, I said, you know what, I got to just go for my college degree, and then I'll just bowl in tournaments. And you bowling know. on TV, now that's a that's a concept <laughs> I haven't really heard much about. Yeah, well, it's it's it, well when I when I was younger, that was the heyday, right? So and that was the most competitive. You know, I don't know how much. I don't think it would have been a great career choice. Looking no, back of course on not. It. You know, yes. I, I, there's no way I could have made a living. Yeah, I won one tournament, and you know, and all, but not, not enough to, to sustain a living. So it was it was a great side job, you know, type thing. And do you spend a lot of time telling these guys, or not a lot of time, but do you spend a significant amount of time telling them, hey, it uh, you know isn't likely to. The odds are that it's not going to work out, and you guys got to have some preparation to you know know what's in store for you if the nba isn't your future no russell i don't have those conversations with potential draft picks and the reason part of the reason is that the nba prohibits me from talking with players mm. that aren't draft eligible draft eligible being gotcha. somebody that's finished this you know senior in, in college okay. so if there's a real good freshman playing at stanford for example i'm not having a conversation with he may know i'm there you may know, hey, that guy or this guy or those five guys are all scouts for different NBA teams. They're here watching us, and that hope, hopefully they're watching me closely, but I'm not going to have a conversation with them. What happens if they approach you? I'll be polite. You know, if I, it's, it's, there are certain places where the coach has the players come in and introduce themselves. And if the coach asks me to say something to him, I may, but I'm going to make it very short and brief. Well, okay. how, how did you get involved with this from the beginning? Uh, I spent 25 years as a college basketball coach, nine as a head coach, and my last stop was the head coach of St. Mary's of California, and I was fired in 2001, and uh, I decided to leave college coaching after 25 years and ended up working in the NBA. I was fired at St. Mary's in 2003. How's that? We have, we have that in right? common, yes. And I, yeah, you, I bet you told him to go, I've been fired from better places than this. Yeah. <laughs> for me not really but it, it, <laughs> what was it uh uh just a situation of like a, a losing record yeah we didn't win enough games that's you know okay. most co- coaches are hired to be fired yeah and then, and one of the things i found because i have a business that works with uh, companies on teamwork development on the corporate side and have had the privilege of working with some high level executives and found out we all lose jobs for the same reasons same two reasons mistakes we make and things that we can't control well, the mistake I made when I first came out of college, uh, being a young 22-year-old accountant, was uh, I broke the chain of command. <laughs> and I realized really quickly, uh, you don't do stuff like that. <laughs> I, I bypassed I, one partner to go to another. I was a professor at, Cal- at St. Mary's, and I caught someone cheating on an exam, and that person had high connections, and so they kicked me out rather than you know, that's fail. A, well, okay, the, so the that's students. really interesting. Okay, so I, I kind of started the tax program at Dominican University here in in Marin County, and um, I, I there were a couple of students where uh, I was ninety nine percent sure that one student <coughs> was the one who was <coughs> excuse me <coughs> cheating off the other because you know you can kind of tell these things right, <coughs> especially when it's like you know. Like a a question, what's one plus one? And both people answer crayon. I mean, it's like, whoa, this is, yeah, there's, I mean, but it's so way off the mark, right? You wouldn't randomly come up with that. Yeah, so the way I approached it, I thought was a good way at the time. 
I took the person, I, I basically, like when it came to a break time, you know, the next week when I was grading papers and all that, I uh, asked the, that student who I thought was cheating very, very, uh, you know, subtly, very quietly, you know, didn't embarrass her at all. And I just said, I said, hey, can I, can I talk to you in the hallway for just a second? Right. Brought her out. It was just the two of us. And I, and I just showed her the paper and I said, what would you do if you were me and you saw this? And she didn't even look at the paper. She just looked in my face. She said, I didn't cheat. I didn't oh, there cheat. You go. Yeah, yeah, and I knew I knew what happened. Innocent. <clears throat> and then she turned me into the dean. Yeah. And and the dean kind of said, well, you know, I, I I know you didn't really handle it poorly, but it's like the students are the ones who pay the salaries, basically, is what happened. So now the way I handle it, though, was that the next time we had a midterm, I made everybody just, I said, uh, just just to make it so that it's not even, you know, possible, and I, I, I started shifting everyone's desk toward a wall. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's one way of doing it. Yeah. So, um, uh, Dave, any uh, last uh, questions before we let you go? No, I tell you, one of the things that happens with me, people think I see all these great basketball games. I do. I see some great games. But but I also see a lot of really bad basketball. Yeah. And, uh, and sometimes though I'll see a bad basketball game and I'll see a really good player. And I'll say, you know what, you all better go watch him now because a year from now you're going to be at the Chase Center paying a whole lot more money to watch him. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. I would suggest that people here in the Bay Area get out, get out and watch some of the good college players. Uh, there are two young, two good young freshmen at Stanford, for example, and there's a good sophomore at Cal. Uh, look at the, the Ford kid, Jordan Ford at St. Mary's, a very nice player as a senior. Uh, that's great college basketball around here to watch. And I encourage you, don't just think in terms of the Warriors, think about college basketball. Yeah, especially oh, the, Warriors the Warriors are playing. Be, yeah, they're going to be needing <laughs> to find someone in the draft. You know, they're 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 so without Clay and without Steph. I mean, they're the injuries that just changed the whole. Thing. And, and do they do the, do the Bulls just fly all over the place and say, "Check this guy out, check this guy out," or is it, you know, where I kind of put I put I put my own schedule together and it's, it's rubber stamped basically by our assistant general manager. So but, is it just that like coaches call you up and say, "Hey"? You got to check this guy out, and then you. Fly. No, 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 no. I've been tracking guys from the time they were young. Wow, you pretty much gotcha. know uh, who we want to look at. But then you sometimes fall into somebody, uh, Damon Damian Lillard, who plays for oh, yeah. an All Star from Oakland High School. Uh, I, I fell into him. He was a freshman at Weber State. I happened to go to see a guy on the other team play against Weber State. The other kid, guy wasn't good enough, and I didn't think he would be, but I said, this is about four games into his freshman year, and I'm looking at Damon Lillard. I said, ooh, but who is this freshman? Yeah. Now, I'd nice. be a liar, Edward, if I told you right now that I thought at that moment he'd be this level of a player. Sure. sure. I did, but that moment I did know that he was going to have a chance to play in the NBA. Gotcha. Nice. Well, Dave Bullwinkle, Chicago Bulls coach, thank you so much for joining us on Sports Econ 101. And I resisted making a Rocky joke yeah. up until now. <laughs> of course. All right. We'll talk to you soon, David. Thanks again. Thank you. All right. We're going to cut to our next commercial break. That was good. Good, good guy. All right. Uh, second trivia question. What quarterback in 1994 set two NFL records in one game with 45 pass completions in 70 attempts? Stay with us. Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back.
Hi, Sports Econ 101 listeners. I'm Edward Brown. You know me as the host of the show, but you may not know that I work with individuals getting them the least expensive term life insurance policies around. Don't be fooled by the ads you hear on TV and radio. It's always best to work with someone who's completely independent. That's where I come in. If you email me at edward at sportsecon101.com your name, your age, and how much insurance you want, I'll run the numbers through my software program and let you know the least expensive policy around from among many of the top insurance companies. Again, I'm totally independent, so email edward at sportsecon101.com for your free life insurance quote today. Why pay more for life insurance than you need to? I can get you a guaranteed policy where the low premiums are fixed anywhere from 10 to 35 years. So email edward at sportsecon101.com right now for your free life insurance quote. That's edward at sportsecon101.com. When you travel to San Francisco, you'll want to stay near the major attractions of the city, but not necessarily stay in the thick of the fast-paced life of the concrete jungle. The Holiday Inn Express Hotel and Suites in Pacifica puts you just outside of San Francisco for convenient access, but also puts you just steps away from Rockaway Beach and the Pacific Ocean. Whether you're traveling to San Francisco with your family, on a romantic getaway, or on corporate travel, their beachfront location and proximity to San Francisco and SFO International Airport makes it your perfect location. Choose a select suite and cozy up to a romantic fireplace. That's the Holiday Inn Express Hotel and Suites Pacifica. Go to www.hiexpresspacifica.com or call 650-355-5000 for the Holiday Inn Express Hotel and Suites Pacifica. The big game is right around the corner and the basketball season is off and rolling. And now you can get into the game with our exclusive sports betting partners, betonline.ag. Sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit and make your bets on your favorite teams. Every spread, every total, every winner, every loser. Straight bet, parlay, or tease your way through it all. BetOnline.ag has all of the big game wagering action that you could ask for, including everyone's favorites. The prop bets. How long will the national anthem go? How many yards will Patrick Mahomes throw for? There are literally hundreds of props to bet on before the game even starts. So head on over to betonline.ag and use our promo code COACH55 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit and get in on everything about the big game. Bring the playoffs home with our exclusive sportsbook partner, betonline.ag. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here along with Russell Jackman and Vern Glenn from Super Bowl 54. L-I-V. L-I-V. 54. Live. Right. That's right. Hey, first, oh, yeah. Welcome to Miami. Uh, yeah, exactly. Unbelievable. Hey, let's see, if you know so this, awesome. uh, let's see if you know this trivia question. What quarterback in 1994 set two NFL records in one game with 45 pass completions in 70 attempts? Who would that be? I have a guess. 70 attempts in, in, in 1994? 1994. Think of I'm thinking pre- Brett Favre. No, think of pre-Tom Brady. Well, I was thinking Brett Favre, but if that's not it. Uh, then... Drew Bledsoe. Drew Bledsoe. Drew oh, Bledsoe. wow. Okay. Oh, that's so, a pretty good one. Yeah. That's so, a pretty good one. Uh, you like yeah. that. So, Vern, uh, tell us, what is going on at Super Bowl Saturday? <laughs> it is like, it, it, it is, it, it, it's just been a whirlwind. 
since I touched the ground last Saturday at five o'clock. I mean, you, you just imagine just just running off the plane, grabbing gear, rushing down to downtown Miami, setting up for a live shot, doing multiple live shots, and and just uh, and 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 then from that on, from 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 from, from then on, uh, then going and then setting up for another live shot. And granted, we're three hours ahead of you, yeah. So our live shots are at eight twenty, nine twenty, two o'clock in the morning. And 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 then there's and then there's multiple morning shots, morning show shots that we have to do. Like my my day has been crazy. When, when do you sleep? I I, I get a, I get a few winks in the morning. I, uh, I I usually hit the pillow close to two a.m. The alarm goes off at oh five thirty six, and then and 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 we're staying in Fort Lauderdale. So we get the car, and then we have to drive to wherever the live shot location is. We probably do five morning live shots for our morning show and then we do a a a streaming video type thing for cbs in the area net and um and then after that then i i I put my i I put my sports hat on and then i i I have my afternoon sports duties so for, for, for the shows later on that day so it's an ongoing fog that i'm on so uh and that's that's kind of the way it's been. You just you just don't stop. It just it just just imagine just imagine averaging three hours of sleep a day, and you're just in this continuous fog of fatigue. But you have the you, you have just enough energy to keep going. You have to tell yourself that sleep is overrated because there is rapidly things happening all the time. Oh, I'm so jealous. Um, I'm so jealous. But so, I have a question. But at, but but at the same time, you know it, it, it's. You know, it's got to be a labor labor of love. I mean, you you know, every every sportscaster growing up wants to cover a Super Bowl. And sure, oh, of what course. It's like. And 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 I'm lucky enough to 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 experience what's going to be my fourth one of my career. So, out of all the 49ers that you've met, who seems to be genuinely the happiest to be at the Super Bowl right now? Uh, George Kittle. Nice. Yeah, I can imagine. George 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 Kittle is a George. He is a he is a big gigantic kid. He is having the time of his life. He's uh he's he's he's, he's not just happy to be here. He's he's been he's been uh absolutely uh, genuine and 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 cordial and 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 uh, what's the word uh, uh, congenial. And then and then he's anybody that knows George Kittle knows that he's in love with professional wrestling. Oh yeah, I know. I'm so, so jealous. So, so at uh, so at the at the official opening party, opening night of Super Bowl 54, uh, he got to meet The Rock. Nice. He got to meet he got to meet Roman Reigns. Nice. He got to meet all these guys. Very cool. Uh, and 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 hang out with them. And, Very uh, cool. And, and it just it, it, it's it, it, it's it's un, it's 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 unbelievable the time that he's having. And, uh, and, and and for as loose as he is, the other tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs, Travis Kelsey, he's having just as much of a great time. Wow. These two guys, they met each other on, on, on opening night, and uh, and it was like a love affair. It was a mutual appreciation hour between the two of them. So, uh, it, it, but it's it's just been it's been great. I mean, going over and to the to the Miami Convention Center. That's where the that's where the Super Bowl experience is, and that's uh, that's that's the interactive. Huge, just imagine a huge ballroom. Everything from the, the, the previous Super Bowl rings throughout the year to, to memorabilia 
to to actual uh, the, the the chance to throw footballs, kick field goals, uh, uh, meet and, and and interview like the legends of the game. Uh, it, 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 it there's there's always something going on, and and it's and and and, and as we record this show, it's it's earlier in the week. Yeah, <laughs> and, sure. Yeah. But there's, there's 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 so much more. How how has the mood changed? I'm, I'm walking out. I'll get this. Yeah, I'm walking out of a press conference. Twelve hours after the, the the whole opening night festivities, and I'm thinking, what could these guys possibly have fresh to say? Twelve hours after the fact, but yeah. you know, you, you, but you got to show up at, at any player availability that you can get. Wow how how has the mood changed from one day to the next with you know the whole Kobe uh, death? situation that's been that that's that's been that's been a, a jaw-dropping experience i mean this this town everything just was everybody was just stunned and and think about it you know the the, the players as they found out on the plane to a man these these are these these guys are young enough where you know kobe was their guy yeah growing up much like say maybe when we were coming up you know we like magic we like bird we like uh, we we like Michael Jordan. Yeah. Well, well, those are old guys. These players. Now, so Kobe, you know, was was the man. And for his for his life to be cut short like that, it has just it is it is just jolted. It, it it really has affected the rest of the week. It it it, it, it affected media day. I mean, there was yeah. you know, there was no wild you know costume. Look at me, I'm a fiddling crab. You know, there there <laughs> there wasn't a whole lot of that. It was it was definitely solemn. So. Uh, is it starting? Is it starting to ease up a little bit, though? Yeah, people start focusing on the yeah, game. Just a, just a little bit, to a degree. Yeah, it's uh, and, and and I hope I don't lose the signal as I get into an elevator here. But um, yeah, uh, yeah to, I, I think I, I think this, as again, as we record this show a couple of days after, uh, it, 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 we're going to slowly transition yeah. from Kobe into all right. It's it's Super Bowl week. I mean, they'll probably. Oh. I, I got to think that at the opening ceremony for the Super Bowl, they'll probably make a mention, you know, and have a moment of silence or something. I, I got to oh, think. Oh yeah, it's, like ha- it's, it's, it's happening everywhere. I mean, even as we take the show, the Warriors are going to be playing in Philadelphia. That's Kobe's hometown, and there's going to be some. And, and and what's cool is the 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 intentional 24 second violations yeah. for, for for Kobe's number, or or in some cases. The, the, the eight second, second yeah. violations for his, for his other number. It's been it's been really cool. I mean, yeah, I, I, I think, think that's a, I think I, I like that. I think that's a, a great respectful thing to do. I think, I think the I think the last tragic I think the last tra- tragic one like this was uh, was Michael Jackson. Oh yeah, yeah, but sports wise, sports wise, yeah. 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 Now, are, do, do you see that there are right now getting back to the game? Do you think that there are more 49er fans in Miami or more uh, Kansas City fans in Miami right they're, now? They're, they're going to when 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 everybody's here. I expect to be more Kansas City fans. I mean, they can get here. Uh, they I made mean, as, as opposed to you know these Niner fans that have to go three thousand miles. Well, also, Casey it, hasn't it, been it was, there for fifty years. Was, <laughs> and, and it was that way in twenty twelve. There were more Ravens fans in, in New Orleans. Than uh, than 49er fans inside that Superdome, so I I, I I I fully you know they you know reportedly it's supposed to be you know the same supposed to be 65 percent cheese fans I believe it yeah I believe it but you know the players have to get it done on the field don't they yeah 
So, and what do you think about, uh, you know, I've heard about some Kobe fans are trying to change the NBA logo from uh, Jerry West to Kobe. Oh, I don't think that'll ever happen, but I do believe that the, the gaining momentum of, of, of a move to uh, eliminate number 24 off, uh, and, and retire the number. I do, I do oh, believe that. That could right. happen. Wow. That could happen, and I, and I believe the Players Union, and I think everybody uh, yeah, would, would be on board with that. Gotcha. Hey, going back to the Super Bowl for a minute, because th- that's where you're at right now. Um, you have any fun stories to, to share with us? What, anything going on? Well, everything from uh, <laughs> we we were on deadline and had to uh, and had to edit and and usually in, in in TV you're kind of editing on the run and so with that we have laptops that are editors. Well, in this particular case, uh, we were separated as a group. There's 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 five of us here from from the TV stations from KPIX, uh, CBS, San Francisco, and we we needed a laptop. It was it was in a car in the garage. Well. I wasn't in the car when the when I wasn't in the car when it was parked, so I didn't know where the car was. All the only information I had was from the guy who drove the car and said, "Yeah, it's in it, it's in the Lincoln garage, and about a half mile away." So I go walking in and I find this garage. It says Lincoln garage. I walk in, I go to where I think it's supposed to be. It's not there. I go to a garage across the street. It's not there. I go to three other garages. The car is not there. And then finally, I get a text from uh, another fellow that I'm working with. Says, "Try this garage. It's also called Lincoln Garage." Oh, and I go there, man. and and uh, yeah, it's Lincoln Place Garage. I go there, and the car is there. It cost me an hour and a half, but but I stumbled onto another story along the way of a street performer from Oakland that's uh, that, that, that that happens to be a clown, and he's and he's here to uh, he's here to try and profit from 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 the tourism that's here in in. in 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 Miami, so wow. yeah, I, running into stories like that are, 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 are pretty cool. Uh, for, for for the morning show, I've had, I've gotten a kick out of wearing my uh, "It Feels Great, Baby" Jimmy G T shirt. Those are always drills. So yeah, I, there's 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 stories, and, and there'll be more stories that uh, that I'll be able to tell some off the air. Great, okay. and there, and uh, the thing is, because you know you come from a, a Super Bowl contender. Uh, are, are you getting a little bit more attention from the 49er players? No. Well, the players, the players are getting attention. Yeah. No. What I mean is, but, like, but, like when they know that, because you know, there's a, there's a thousand reporters there, but when they know that you're from the hometown. Well, they get. Well, they know. Yeah. They they, they know the people that they see all the time. You know. So so there's some familiarity there, and it's and it's cool for us too because you know we run into members of the media. That uh, that we don't normally see, but then it's like a it's like a family reunion. You That's you fun. run into them again. So, but uh, I I think I think for the younger I think for the younger players, they're um, younger players. They're kind of you know kind of jolted by the by, by the enormity of this this, this the Super Bowl. The veterans they uh, they they know how to handle it. Now, and I want to know what's the best thing you've eaten so far. <laughs> Truthfully. I had a I, I had a cheeseburger at an Irish pub at at, uh, at at almost one o'clock in the morning Miami time after getting uh, done with my shift I was so ravenously hungry I mean I would have eaten anything but it's not it is not again I mean it is not it is not a glamorous life there's no there's no sitting down and having the three martini you know sixty dollar dinner I mean there's there's just no time for that 
Yeah. And I haven't had I, I haven't had a really, really decent meal since I got here. Well you have to bring a lackey with you to go get that stuff for you. Yeah, well lackeys cost too much. Yeah. Ah, you you could get somebody to do it for free. Someone that, that yeah. oh, well, well, wants to touch your press pass. Uh, you uh, you 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 go and get your credential. If you if you don't have one, boy, you don't have access to anything. Yeah. I believe it. I mean these things are gold and they tell you for security purposes that uh you can't yeah, I I can't take a picture of this and post it on social media. Oh yeah, no, yeah, and don't lose yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hell no, no, hell no. Wow. So, well, Vern, I know that you're you're extremely swamped. Uh, you have to go to your next uh, interview. Thanks uh, so much for uh, for coming, and uh, we're we're gonna get you on in person when you come back. You, yeah, when do you fly? When do you fly week. home? Sunday night? Oh no, it'll be Monday. It'll 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 be Monday. Okay. Day after the game, winner winner lose. All right. Uh, well, we'll uh, and we'll 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 see what we'll see what ensues uh, on the next show. All right. Then we'll have you on yeah. Tuesday, and uh, we'll cover all the fun Super Bowl stuff that you uh, didn't get a chance to cover today. Try, try to get George Kittle's uh, business I, I, card I'll, for I'll me. I'll leave you with this nugget: uh, the, <laughs> yeah. the, the 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 players' share from making the Super Bowl one hundred and twenty-four thousand dollars. Now that's uh, that that's the winners. That's 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 what you get, win or lose. It's what you get. Wow. Uh, huh. And it and it and it's really interesting. There's um, huh. if, if 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 all fifty three players on each roster use their ticket allotment, comes up to seven hundred and fifty three tickets. Yeah, but the the, the, wow. the two teams combined uh, will get a, approximately thirty percent of the tickets. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's, 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 pretty a, that's, amazing. that's that's pretty good. Um, I'm surprised oh, well, that they're paying the same amount for the winners and losers. Oh, there, I mean, there may be some disparity, you know, here yeah. or there, and that's just, and that's just one. That's just the Super Bowl. Look, yeah. They got, they got. Yeah, if, if you're a wild card team, you got playoff money. If you're a first round team, you got playoff money. And then they're stuffing your contract. If you're, if you're in the yeah. NFC Championship game, you got you you, you got play you, you got playoff money. Wow. Plus, so, there's so you, incentives. You, you, yeah, you you, you get in this thing and run the table. You're going you're, you're gonna to earn a lot of money. Now, you're going to pay a lot of money in taxes, but you still... Well, then I don't want it. Then. Exactly. If I have to pay taxes, they, they, I don't they, want it. They don't, they, they don't care about that. They, uh, they, they, they want to win the game. Of course. Vern, thanks for uh, joining us. I know you're a busy guy. I really appreciate you taking the phone call. Travel safe. Yeah. Be safe, and we'll talk. We'll right. uh, have you on next uh, next Tuesday. All right. All right, boys. Okay, Thanks. Bye. bye. I really appreciate him coming on. I know. It's, it's, it's I, just, I know he's really swamped it. Okay. Real, real quickly, you got to cut to a break here. Uh, third trivia question. What team won its division seven straight times during the 1970s? Stay with us. Sports Econ 101. And we'll be right back with some closing comments. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right. Call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 
855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family? You never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Russell Jackman. Uh, what team won its division seven straight times during the 1970s? Steelers? No. What's your favorite team? The Rams. <laughs> Are you, why did you just <laughs> you keep picking the Rams know, for just, the answer I, for I, a trivia I, question? I thought, I thought I'd just tease you. Yes, the L.A. Rams. Really? Okay. I, I'm, surprised I'm surprised that it was not the Steelers. Steelers or the Raiders, yeah. yeah. But then the Raiders... Uh, it's 72, they lost to the yeah, Steelers. The, the Steelers won four championships Actually, it's in the, the division. And my prayer for this year is, oh, God, please give me a fat bank account and a slim body, and please don't get confused like last year. All right, tune in next week to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be discussing sports topics from a business perspective and asking more sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening. And go Niners. Go Niners. And on behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. So long.